Jewish audio on Chabad.org. The Basics of Hasidus, Chapter 10, Section 3, The Why of Purpose, The Question of Purpose. At this point, we have established that the purpose is centered around the physical, tangible world, the place where godliness is not revealed. Now the question comes, what is the purpose that this world is is indeed best suited for? Purpose is surely meant to have some advantage, some worth or redeeming quality. Purpose is what is meant to substantiate all that exists. So surely this purpose within the physical must be quite significant. It is fairly obvious that the purpose cannot be subjective to the likings of created beings. The purpose of all existence, the heavens and the earth, is most certainly set on something more absolute than bringing gratification to the human species. Furthermore, if purpose would be set around the human context, it would be the heavens that would be the ultimate destination rather than the earth. Man is endowed with consciousness and intelligence which enable the person to transcend physicality's limitations and engage in the abstract truths of spirituality. The disembodied bliss of the world of truth is certainly an upgrade from life in the slums of the current world of falsehood. Lastly, the purpose must be something significant to God, something that makes it worthwhile for Him to generate all of existence in order to achieve this goal. God did not need to create. He is perfect and transcends all definition and titles. God is the creator by choice rather than necessity. The true purpose is His motive, which is the initial cause for the creation of all existence. In consideration of the above, why is the self-absorbed physical world the place of divine purpose? What is the virtue of this inhospitable environment that because of it, God should care to create the entire vastness of existence? What is the missing puzzle piece that will solve this mystery? Illumination of Purpose In Tanya, the Alter Rebbe presents what Hasidus Chabad establishes to be the ultimate purpose. Human investigation alone cannot ascertain God's motive behind existence. It must be made known by God himself and is therefore revealed in his Torah. In this light, the Alter Rebbe cites an insightful Midrash which expresses God's intent. God desired a home for himself in the lowest of worlds. A home for God, a place for the divine essence to be manifest, is not in the higher godly worlds. Somehow the physical lowest and darkest world is the place that God wishes to call his home. It is here that God revealed his instruction at Sinai, and it is here that his ultimate will, the Torah and mitzvahs, can be fulfilled. This resonates with the teaching of the Mishnah. A single moment of teshuva and good deeds in this world is greater than all of the world to come. More meaningful than all the spiritual delight to be experienced in the metaphysical realms 
is the infinite value of a single positive act of man in this world. This is where the ultimate desire of God is fulfilled. This begs the question, what is there to be gained here after all? Why is this world of concealment preferred by God? This is answered in Tanya. The purpose is this lowest world because God willed that he find it pleasurable when the sitra achra is subdued and when darkness is transformed to light. This causes the light of God to shine in this realm of prior darkness with greater strength and intensity and with the advantage of light that emerges from the darkness greater than the godly revelation in the higher worlds. On the surface, this world seems to be filled with deficiency, a mere downgrade from the God-oriented supernal realms. However, it is precisely its weakness which makes it be the place of ultimate opportunity. Through the difficult work of banishing and transforming the darkness, this lowly world becomes a beautiful garden, a place that God is delighted to inhabit the realization of his ultimate motive in creation. The talking bird. Of all things, God is difficult to impress. As he is perfect and lacks nothing, even the best of all worlds is a disappointment for a perfect God. Why then does God take such a liking to the physical world, appreciating its density and enjoying the light that results from the darkness? What is to be gained from this unusual revelation? An initial answer, it is not this world's excellence that impresses God, it's the novelty of its transformation that he enjoys. Earth was not created to be the place for ultimate grandeur, great enough for the already perfect God to appreciate. Even the angels and heavenly spheres don't impress him, so we earthlings with our deficiencies surely cannot perform any better. Instead, what makes God enjoy this world is its stunt-like appeal. In Hasidus, this is explained with a parable of a parrot being brought before an awesome king. More than any great orator, the speech of the parrot brings pleasure to the king. While human speech is certainly more advanced, the parrot's chatter is delightfully novel and therefore amusing. Likewise, unsophisticated as this lowest world may be, the feat of its transformation into a home for God offered, offers God pleasure. From this perspective, physicality's greatest virtue is its unconditioned nature. When a self-absorbed world redirects itself to be God-oriented, the novelty is simply charming. Thinking deeper. In truth, there is a slight breach of logic in the above explanation. It is justifiable that a human king would enjoy the novelty of a parrot, although he possibly has access to some of the greatest wealth of knowledge and professional excellence, the rare experience of a talking bird may delightfully surprise him. However, this novelty causes pleasure formula cannot be applicable to God, the creator of all existence. He is the inventor of all things, including surprises. Why 
would he enjoy the stunning transformation of the physical turned into bastion of godliness. It was he who made it possible in the first place. To reiterate, Hasidus Chabad's discussion of purpose probes into the very basis of being. The conversation is centered around the ultimate motive of God himself in creation of existence, including its most basic parameters. Logic, definition, and novelty are all creations of God, and the question of purpose can be rephrased. Why does an undefined God care to create definition? Higher than reason. The complete answer. Creation was not out of need or benefit. It was a choice of God to desire it. God did not need to create, nor did he need a home. The virtues of the various wills do not impress him, and the heaven's superiority and the earth's novelty are of no consequence to his perfect being. The ultimate motive of creation, the purpose of existence, is based on a counterintuitive choice of God. As the Midrash put it, God desired a dwelling place in this lowest world. This is the vital message of the above-cited Midrash's first word, nisava, he desired. Differing than any want or need which denotes some sort of inner lacking, a desire does not need to be justified. Desire has no compelling logic or quantifiable necessity giving it parameters. It is just because. In the words of the Alter Rebbe, which explain God's inner motive for a home on earth, on a desire, there are no questions. Questions are a tool to discover reason, while here the effort is to discover what created reason. Therefore, there cannot be any why as regarding the choice of God's perfect essence. It just is. This unreasonable desire of God expresses his being as it transcends definition and logic. He chose to desire a dwelling in this world, a dirabetachtonim, simply because he decided to. Sounds arbitrary? Not quite. When decisions are made due to external factors, such as the dictation of logic or the enticement of appeal, the inner sense of self is uninvolved. One's smarts and emotions may be invested, but it may not resonate with their core identity. It's not that personal. However, in the rare setting that a decision is caused by the inner core of being the real me, it is unshakable and exceedingly personal. As the motive behind creation, God's desire that the lowest world be a home for him gives the entirety of existence ultimate value. Although God lacks nothing, he is creating everything to be the building blocks of his desired home below. It is a desire without any quantifiable justification because God cares so much about his world and its perfection to the point that it transcends reason.